150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fifth Seal, episode 45. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, aka the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I do to bring awareness and prayer for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list from January through October, twice a month, the second and fourth Wednesdays, I count down from number 50 to number 31, and then throughout the month of November, which I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month about 10 and a half years ago, uh, I count down from 30 to number one. Uh, it is a countdown. That is why the episode numbers go backwards. You're not losing your mind. Two weeks ago, it was episode 46. Today is 45. In a couple of weeks, the second Wednesday in April, it will be episode 44. Um, on through the end of November when we get to number one, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live based on the persecution they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So um, thank you for you guys who continue to interact with the videos either on uh, Facebook or on YouTube, um, your likes, your shares, your comments, that all makes the, the uh, podcast get out to more and more people who would be interested in seeing it. If you want to invite people to come, please invite them to come join uh, the Fifth Sale page on Facebook or the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube where they can join us to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world if they don't have time to watch, sit down and watch a 10 to 15 minute video. Not all of us do. Uh, they can grab the audio podcast as well, wherever they get their, their audio podcasts, um, Amazon, Spotify, Google play, iTunes, wherever the audio podcast is there and available. So, um, all that being said, um, it is not Wednesday. I'm a day early cause we are going on vacation, my family and I, so we're flying out today. So I'm doing this week's episode one day early so we can get it out. Um, before um, I leave. So all that being said, it is Tuesday, March 22nd, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Let me fix that picture. I didn't like the way it looked. Uh, Christian pastor, Christian pastor, I can't talk this morning, murdered in central India. Yalam Sankar, a Christian pastor, has been brutally murdered in Angampali village, Bajapur district in Chhattisgarh state, central India. Last Thursday, five masked men broke into the pastor's house, dragged him out, and stabbed him to death. The body was taken to the coroner and will be handed over to his family. The 50-year-old pastor is survived by his wife, two sons, and grandchildren. The family and the entire Christian community in the region are appalled and devastated. According to sources reaching out to International Christian Concern, Pastor Shankar was a senior pastor of BCM, Bastar for Christ Movement, church in Angampali. He was a former son, Sarpanch of the village and very influential person. He was known to defend Christians from the radical Hindu nationalists. 
A local Christian who wished to remain anonymous told ICC, quote, The Christians in this area have been facing intense opposition from the radical Hindu nationalists. Several times, Pastor Shankar defended Christians from the radical Hindu nationalists, and that could be the reason for this extreme form of persecution of killing. Unquote. Local Christians confirmed that two days back, the local radical Hindu nationalists threatened Pastor Yalam Shankar that they would kill him if he continued to preach the Christian faith. Christians in Chhattisgarh state have been facing severe persecution following the hate speeches of right-wing organizations and their political leaders. We pray for the grieving members, family members of Pastor Shankar and the Christian community in the state. So again, we see this and a lot of people don't understand just how violent Hinduism can be. They, we see Hinduism usually um, in the West, we see it as peaceful, cow-loving, yoga. This is, these are the things we see um, from Hinduism. And again, this article refers to them as extremists or radical. I would refer to them as fundamentalists, the same way we would refer to Islamic uh, persecutors who, who murder or, or do things to Christians because of their faith in Christ from the Islamic faith. It's fundamentalism. It's because they believe the absolute fundamental tenets of that faith. And it's the same thing with Hindu. The fundamental beliefs of that faith is that, and again, it's a, a religion that has 33 million gods, but yet they will uh, persecute those who worship the true God in Jesus Christ. So continue to pray for Pastor Shankar's family, for this community here in um, Angampali Village, Angampali Village, um, and the church there in that area. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for today, number 45, which is Tajikistan. Um, some facts about Tajikistan. Region is Central Asia. Persecution type is dictatorial paranoia. The religion, main religion is Islam. The persecution level is very high. Population of Tajikistan is 9,657,000, uh, of which about 65,000 are Christians. So really roughly about 1%, a little less than 1% uh, of the people in, in Tajikistan are Christian. The government is a presidential republic, and the leader is President Imomali Rahman. What does persecution look like in Tajikistan? The government of Tajikistan is largely authoritarian, ruled by President Imomali Rahman. Since 1994, because of the totalitarian leadership structure, any perceived deviation from any group is treated with suspicion. This means authorities put significant pressure on Christians through tightening existing laws and strict enforcing of the ones that already exist, such as greatly restricting the public training of church leaders. The Russian Orthodox Church is registered and somewhat tolerated since they don't usually reach out to the Tajik population. But Protestants are viewed with significant suspicion and are seen as extremists. Additionally, Tajikistan is predominantly Muslim, which means converts from Islam are at risk from their families and communities in addition to the broader persecution from the one-party state. What has changed this year in Tajikistan? The pressure on Christians and Tajikistan has largely stayed the same from year to year, even as the ranking fell significantly. The decrease in rank was mostly due to rising persecution scores for many other countries. The persecution come, continues to come from two primary sources, the, the totalitarian regime that rules the country and Muslim-majority communities that oppose any deviation from Islam. 
Any Christian in Tajikistan may be at risk due to the government's widespread suspicion of believers, but Protestants are at greater risk than some historical denominations. Converts from Islam experience pressure from family, friends, and community in greater amounts in rural areas. Cities are slightly safer for believers who left Islam. So, some prayer points for Tajikistan. Pray for church leaders like Pastor Barom, who was arrested and had his church confiscated. Many Christian leaders in Tajikistan follow Jesus under a significant amount of risk. Any government, the government could crack down on their ministry at any point. Pray for President Imamali Ramam, who has ruled Tajikistan for nearly 30 years. Ask that God would break through the hardness of his heart and that the President Ramam would see the truth of the gospel. Pray for Open Doors partners in Tajikistan and across Central Asia that they would be able to reach them and encourage believers who risk everything to worship Jesus. Pray for the protection that the ministry would bear fruit to carry the light of Christ through the region. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for this time we have to come together to, uh, to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we thank you again that you have provided a medium, this social media platform, where we can come together across vast distances to join our voices, to pray for our brothers and sisters, and even across the span of time, as many people will watch this video or listen to this podcast hours from now, days from now, um, and still join their voices with ours as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, we lift up uh, the family of Pastor Shankar in, in Angampali Village. We pray for the church there. Uh, we pray that you would continue to strengthen their faith, bring them comfort in the uh, in the midst of, of this uh, tragic event and the murder of this, uh, this saint. And Lord, we pray that you would raise up other leaders and that you would use the willingness of the Christians in the area to continue to worship you in spite of, of this tragic event. Lord, that, that you would use that as a beacon to draw others to yourself, even those who came and committed this murder, that you would convict them of their sin, draw them to repentance and faith in you, Lord, that they would be saved and that they would, uh, their hearts would change and that they would proclaim the gospel rather than persecute it. And Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Tajikistan. We do pray for church leaders there, especially Pastor Barum, who's... Uh, his church was confiscated. Who his church was taken from him um, by the T Tajikistan government. Lord, we pray that that you would again strengthen their faith, embolden them to preach the gospel, and that you would use that to convict those around them to draw them to repentance and faith in you. We specifically pray for President Imamali Rahman, Lord, that you would uh, that you that your word says you turn the hearts of kings like water in your hand. Lord, we pray that you would turn his heart that you would take out that heart of stone that persecutes the Christians in that country and that you would replace it with a heart of flesh, compassionate to those who worship you, that he would hear the gospel, that he would respond to the gospel in repentance and faith, and that he would, uh, he would turn the tide of that country um, towards you, Lord. And we do pray for all those who are um, believers in the area, missionaries in the area, partners with Open Doors USA and, and all those who, who do ministry work in this area. Lord, we pray that you would, um, you would bless them, protect them, uh, embolden them, um, and use their, their preaching of the gospel to draw others to yourself, that we would see more and more of our brothers and sisters around the world protected and more people saved and added to that number of brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. And again, we pray all these things for your glory and in your name.
because uh, it is for your glory, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you guys again for joining us. Um, once more, if you have anybody who's willing to take 10 to 15 minutes a couple times a week and then throughout the month of November, once a day to either watch or listen to a 10 to 15 minute podcast, um, invite them to join the Fifth Seal page on Facebook. Just look for the Fifth Seal or um, the YouTube channel, The Evangelical Norm. You can subscribe there, hit the notification button, get all the stuff that I release on that channel beyond just the Fifth Seal. Or again, you can get the audio podcast wherever you download your audio podcast and take it with you and listen as we uh, pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.